A Lobby of Time Travelers, a Star Wars fic, written by Ivory Quill and read by Dr. Fumbles McStupid. Rating, General Audiences. Archive Warning, Major Character Death. Relationships, Padme Amidala, Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker and Mace Windu, Trace Martez and Ahsoka Tano. Additional Tags, Crack, Time Travel, Humor, Anakin Skywalker is trying. Mace Windu is so done. Tired Mace Windu. Obi-Wan Kenobi needs a hug. Yoda's disaster lineage. Star Wars. Awesome Padme Amidala. C2275555ARC555. ARC555. Five deserves better. Time travel fix it. One shot. The author regrets everything. Author has no self-control. Hijinks and shenanigans. Light angst. Summary. Anakin Skywalker sacrifices his life for his son on the Death Star, then wakes up over 20 years into the past. So he goes for the efficient solution and attempts to assassinate Palpatine. Little does he know, he's not the only person given a second chance. Everyone else wakes up on this particular day, and they all attempt to kill Palpatine, without the knowledge that everyone else knows about the Chancellor being a Sith Lord. Shenanigans ensue. Anakin Skywalker stands previously named Darth Vader, Hero of No Fear, Terror of the Rebellion, Fist of the Empire, who sacrificed himself to save his son, which, at least in his perspective, happened five minutes ago, who, after getting used to the incredibly disorienting lights untinted by red shining through the Jedi Temple as the Force hums around, immediately bolted to the Senate building. What was he going to do? Oh, yes, stab Palpatine. Well, it was a different cause of death than falling. He wonders which one was worse. And there he is, standing in the Senate lobby, repeatedly pushing the elevator button to the Chancellor's office, tapping his foot rhythmically while crossing his arms. He uses his robotic arm in any action he makes. It feels too disorienting with his other arm. So right, yet so unnaturally soft at the same time. It doesn't help how his old, new, figure does not tower over as many people. Not that he has encountered them in the minutes he has been here. Nothing seems to happen to the lift, and there is no receptionist in sight, but there seems to drill noises and clinks distantly above. The elevator needs repairs, then. He should head off to the stairs, then. Then, he feels a coolness bursting in the room, along with the sound of sliding doors opening, then closing. Anakin turns around and sees... Jed... Master Windu, Anakin hastily corrects. He doesn't look forward to having to deal with this man again. Skywalker, he answers shortly. Was his tone always this hard? It has been a while since he last experienced it. Over twenty years, in fact. Windu looks at the elevator, ready to press it, then frowns at the arrow already alight. He turns to Anakin, expression unreadable. What are you doing here? Mace Windu asks. Anakin tenses. There are many things that Anakin wants to do. Embrace his wife, walk around aimlessly with his droid, and wait for Luke and his sister to be born. Saving this man's life is the consequences of one of them. Why can't the Force just make him step aside while he handles the Sith Lord? That will throw him off the office of this building they are speaking in. I need to speak with him urgently. Anakin meets his gaze evenly. So step aside, please, he adds hurriedly. I'm afraid that's not possible, Mace Windu replies. There's a Jedi matter in the Council that I need to discuss with him in utmost confidentiality. The Chancellor himself invited me to this very spot at this time, Master Windu. Anakin resists the urge to keep the annoyance out of his voice. It has been a long time since he has had to contain his emotions. And as for the invitation, well, technically it was true. 
Palpatine manipulated his emotions to the point where he invited him to barge in on the office at the head of the Republic at any time. I'm afraid whatever the two of you will talk about will wait. This information is vital to the survival of... Window is interrupted when the door opens once more, revealing a robed figure, clothes clearly rushed to put on, and Anakin almost steps back when... Master Windu, Obi-Wan Kenobi greets, but his voice is slightly shaky. I wasn't expecting to see you here. His old master, brother, friend, and traitor, who Luke watched die, meets his eyes once more. Anakin? He breathes. Anakin blinks slowly, his emotions going numb with shock. He hasn't been in the light long enough to know how he felt about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hate, despair, hope. He doesn't have time to process that right now. Obi-Wan? Anakin unsurely responds. He has absolutely nothing to say. Windu stands on guard, looking at Anakin, and steps in between them. I was not expecting you either, Obi-Wan. I... yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi tears his eyes away from Anakin. I was hoping to secure a meeting with the Chancellor. I believe that there could be developing locations and that he might be interested in funding. Well, it's going to have to wait, Anakin says. I discovered something too important for him not to see immediately. Something changes in Obi-Wan, like the absolute stillness in his body. Only Anakin notices. There is also the matter concerning the Jedi, says Windu, crossing his arms while giving a side-eye to Anakin. It's imperative that he is aware of this issue as soon as possible. I see. Obi-Wan strokes his beard, looking down on the floor, giving the impression of thinking. Perhaps, as someone who is in the Jedi Council, and someone who is your master, perhaps I can pass on the message? Trying for a compromise, leaving both sides unhappy. The negotiator, Anakin says dryly. I'm afraid the two, I suppose three subjects we wish to discuss seem confidential, Mace Windu replies. Then I'm afraid my business with the Chancellor cannot wait. There, once again, is the familiar sound of the door moving, as it parts ways for a small figure wobbling with a cane. Ah! Master Windu! Master Kenobi! And Knight Skywalker! Yoda says. Master Yoda. Obi-Wan bows slightly. Pleasant your conversation seems, but join in, I cannot at this time. The Chancellor! You need to speak with him urgently. Anakin finishes his sentence. The old Jedi Master glances at him. There seems to be a cue as of now. Obi-Wan explains, I'm afraid, wait, this cannot. Obi-Wan instinctively steps back as cold air bursts into the room for the fourth time, as someone shuffles in again, alone. A woman in disheveled clothes, pajamas with curls messily tied into a low ponytail, walks in. She isn't wearing anything on her neck, and Anakin almost didn't recognize her, if not because he's the only one who saw her like this in the morning. Master's Jedi, Padme speaks, shock echoing through, and Anakin can barely breathe. Padme. I didn't know there was a meeting happening at this time. Her voice is confident, even while wearing the sloppy nightgown, but still apologetic, and I'm sorry that you have to see me in this state. We are less invited in this building than you, Senator, Windu says. I would have prepared under any other circumstances, but I have an urgent matter that needs to be responded to by the Chancellor as quickly as possible. Well, this is rather a hectic day for him, isn't it? Obi-Wan points out, Similar, our situation seems, Senator. Padme politely smiles, but her mind seems to whir with every second like she has tunneled her vision on her true aim. I thank you for the chat, Masters, but I should be going. She looks for the elevator button until she meets Anakin's eyes. Something about her expression changes. What it is, Anakin catches it, but it's quickly gone, almost as if he imagined it. I... the elevator? 
she stammers at him, and Anakin's been dreaming of what he was going to say to her for years. It's taking a while to repair, he manages. Anakin almost brings his metal hand up to his forehead to knock himself out. I... I see. Do we just wait? Padme asks. It seems so. Anakin opens his mouth, or maybe reaches out, just to talk with Padme again, but before he could do it... Oh. Anakin turns around and comes face to face with a young Tegruta. Ahsoka? He asks, voice slightly strangled. Obi-Wan looks at her like she's a green loth cat with twenty eyes. Master, she says, her voice so small. Then she whips her head back to look at the others. Masters, she adds hurriedly, and Senator Amidala. Padawan Tano, Windu says, and now his serious demeanor cracks into exasperation. She just stands there, gaping like a fish before composing herself, shaking her head and heading to the lift. I'm so sorry, Masters, I can't talk right now. Because you have to meet with Chancellor Palpatine on an urgent matter that cannot wait? Windu interrupts, raising one eyebrow. What? How? The door slides open again, the sixth time Anakin counts. This is getting ridiculous. Getting ridiculous? Just now? It hits Anakin how used to strange occurrences he has become. This time, it's a clone, painted in white and blue, Anakin realizes. Then he takes off his helmet, fives. Oh, criff. They meet eyes, and suddenly Anakin just wants to keep mashing the elevator button. Sir? He says stiffly. I'm afraid... An appointment with the Chancellor you have. Five stills. How do you... Please, Fives, get in line, Obi-Wan said, and no one can tell if he's joking or serious. Perhaps somewhere in the middle. Fives glances at Anakin, who's taken a sudden interest in his fingernails. Wait, just to be clear... Padme interrupts, and then walks to the door they came from. How many people need an extremely urgent, unscheduled meeting with the Chancellor? The door opens once again, and Padme, startled, steps to the side, with another clone in white and blue taking off his helmet. Rex! Ahsoka calls out. Commander, I... He stops and looks at everyone in the lobby. Should I... No, I won't even ask, Rex says, somewhat defeatedly. I thought you might want to know. There are a lot of people coming this way. What kind of people? Obi-Wan cautiously questions. Jedi, diplomats, droids, clones, I think even some younglings, Rex says. They all look at each other. I have to assume that this is not, in fact, a coincidence, Obi-Wan asks dryly. Eventually, Anakin named some, not all, but many of the people waiting for a meeting with the Chancellor. There was Mace Windu, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yoda, Padme Amidala, Ahsoka Tano, Fives, Rex, Bail Organa, Brea Organa, Mon Mothma, Kit Fisto, Ajin Kolar, Ceci Tin, Luminara Unduli, Beris Ophi, Quinlan Voss, Jocasta Nu, Chewbacca, Gial Akbar, Jar Jar Binks, Kanan Jarrus, Kal Kestis, Triala Sunduri, Sarah Junda, R2D2, and there were more, all awkwardly standing around a broken elevator some younger than nine years old, shooting a dirty glare at Anakin, who wants to embrace the shadows once more, purely to just hide from the glances. So, Skywalker, Windu crosses his arms, I don't think it's a good idea to let you in the same room as the Sith Lord. It was frustrating, but Anakin can't lie. It seems fair given what happened. Who's going, then? Anakin genuinely asks. Well, for starters, I and Master Yoda, we appreciate the help. He looks at the gathering crowd and spots Bail Organa feebly waving. But we are the most likely group to succeed. We've done it before. Unless... He stares at Anakin. That seems all right, Anakin grudgingly says. 
I have to leave some for you all. What do you mean? Obi-Wan asks. Anakin grins, and it's not cheerful, but sickly satisfied. I killed him once already, a few minutes ago. I died in the process. Just a shame I can't do it again. Obi-Wan appears thunderstruck, but Ahsoka sadly smiles, while Padme looks at him, expression unreadable. What? Obi-Wan tries. Anakin looks down in a sort of acceptance. Luke was right. It's silent between the group. I'll explain later, Anakin says. You will have to face trial after this incident, Window says, even with shock wrinkling his face. Anakin sighs. I expect nothing less. The descending elevator interrupts the conversation. Someone pops out, with curly brown hair sticking out her front, the mechanic fixing the elevator most likely, with the wrench in her hand and an empty bag. She looks at the lobby and rubs her eyes. Well, the building should be evacuated, but I heard there was a hurry for the elevator. She starts, eyes wide at the number of people. I didn't know it was this bad, she remarks, too calmly for an average citizen. Ahsoka scrunches her brow at the girl, then steps forward. Trace? Ahsoka pales. Trace, is that you? Wait. She squints, then recoils. Ahsoka! Oh, you look tiny! Speak for yourself. Ahsoka looks at Yoda and Windu, then back at her. You might want to get out of here while you still can. Oh. Trace steps out of the lift. I'm guessing you all died and got the same idea as me? What idea? Killing Palpatine. Well, no one's been as straightforward as this mechanic. Well, I should say sorry, but can we make an exception with him? Trace says casually. I cleared everyone from the build and everyone near it except for Palpatine. That's why there isn't a receptionist. Oh, Obi-Wan says. That fairly confused me. Wait, what do you mean by clearing everyone from the building and everyone near it? Anakin asks. I broke the elevator, then volunteered to repair it, and did that. She gestures at the top of the building. That? Ahsoka cautiously asks. I hooked bombs in the Dark Lord's office. They shouldn't reach us here, but it's safer if we run. It's silent for a moment. Yeah, I think it's the right time to run. There is a second of calm, only conversation ringing through the air. Then it breaks out into absolute confusion. They flee out of the building disorderly, and as they pour out, they watch as the windows burst into flames and a screaming chancellor flailing to his death. I can't say I haven't seen this before, mutters Anakin. The end.